Welcome back to another episode of the Captain Bagwag Podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. It's a tough job, but someone's got to do it. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown, and today I welcome Nick from MGI Entertainment. Nick, how are you? Hi, nice, nice to meet you. Nice to uh, to be here. Uh, I'm great, great. Oh, Lovely to be in Sydney. Yeah, because you've uh, just come from Thailand. Yes, yes. I, yeah, from Thailand. Not directly from Thailand. Okay. We've, I flew to to New Zealand first. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's my like fifth day in Sydney now. Yeah, ever. How so, are you liking it? Love it. Love it. Like, what did you seriously. do the first thing you got off the plane? The first thing I got off the plane. Uh, let me think. Or I, eat. <laughs> no, I didn't eat. I went. I just went to my place where I'm like staying at right now. Okay. Uh, but I'll move next week. All right. So just like an intermediate kind of thing. Excellent. Uh, but yeah, it was but all smooth sailing when you came. Through. Super smooth. Super like I was. Yeah. But we. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and you are drinking some pretty healthy stuff. Usually, I provide my guests with either bubble tea or a beer or a, or you know normal I, coffee. <laughs> I know bubble like bubble tea is crazy in China. Um, my coworker actually like every day. They live on bubble tea sometimes. I personally don't like it. Do they have one a day or do they have like no, at least No, like multiple. Like I don't see them drink water. I see them drink bubble tea. I don't like the bubbles for some reason, the texture and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I brought my own water. I, I, I put some green stuff into my water, which makes it taste good. And yeah. it looks pretty. Cucumber and limes. It's yeah. very pretty. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to it. quickly drink my normal water just to have some of your healthy water. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Please. So before we start everything, I'm going to give you the fast five. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? I, I I think I am. Okay, excellent. Because, like always, I never let my guests know exactly what I'm going to ask them. Yeah. Yeah. So, here we go. Which would you choose? Beer or whiskey? Whiskey. Which Cre is funny because I'm German. You're German? Yeah. Germans love whiskey? No, but no, Germans love beer. That's why it's funny. It is funny. But you're also part Portuguese, right? I'm half Portuguese as well, yeah. Yeah. What do, they, what do Portuguese people usually drink? Wine. Wine? Like a lot. <laughs> that's like, the, we're like the wine and the fish culture. <laughs> like, we love eating fish and we love drinking wine. And yet you love whiskey. <laughs> when it comes to beer and whiskey, yeah. whiskey. whiskey. I don't like beer. That's okay. the fun part about German doesn't like beer, that's like, what? Then what's wrong with you? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads to this question, craziest thing that you've ever done? That's a difficult one, because, ah, uh, it was like, I did a couple, like, not smart things, I guess, and crazy things. Like, the craziest, one of the craziest, maybe, would be, like, a couple years ago, when it was the first time in, in China, actually. Um, I... After a big night out, like long, pretty like early hours, um, uh, I went with the like with these little tuk-tuk drivers, mm -hmm. like straight from the club to my to my dormitory. At that point, uh, I don't remember that really. But when I woke up, <laughs> when I woke up, I had like this video of me, uh, the selfie video. It was like day <laughs> outside, and I I did the selfie video like me driving in in, in Shanghai. Um, yeah, that was one. Uh, but there's many others, but I like... Let's that would be a pretty good adventure, yeah. just seeing what, what actually happened. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> my friends, that, that video actually went viral in my hometown. You're in kidding! Like, I've got, I had people approaching me in my hometown, I was like, Hey, you're that guy from the video. And I was like, hold on, what happened what here? My friends, my friends were like sending it everywhere, because it's a cool video. Were I, you like hanging out of the tuk-tuk, or what were you doing that was really I, exciting? You see... A fast driving tuk tuk. Yes. It was day already. My my shirt was like almost unbuttoned, and I'm like like just looking into the camera, and I like flip back and hold the camera, um, 
It doesn't look that bad, to okay. be honest. It okay, just, I'm going to have to like, Google this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, unfortunately, on a podcast, like, we yeah. can't really show it. But... <laughs> that's right. But everyone else, go and find it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Excellent. So that's the craziest thing. That's pretty crazy in uh, Shanghai. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next one. Kangaroo or koala? Koala. Koala. They are very cuddly. Yeah. <laughs> have you held one yet? Not yet, no. Okay. I've seen... I've seen one, like, a couple of years ago when I was in Melbourne. Okay, in, was... in the zoo... Or, yes, yeah. yeah, just like yeah, okay. just some tourist stuff. Yeah, well, you gotta do the touristy yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and your favorite Asian cuisine, what do you my like to eat? My favorite Asian cuisine would probably uh, dumplings. Dumplings, yeah, 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 dumplings are cool. Dumplings like are dumplings. quite nice. It's, it's easy. It's a staple food, it goes yeah, well with comfort whiskey. food, kind yeah. of. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Okay, and this is the toughest question you'll ever get Who do you prefer, Germany or Portugal? <laughs> Portugal. Oh, excellent. Okay. Uh, I wasn't mean, that hard. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Portugal for sure. Like, it depends. Like, you can, like, okay, which areas. Germany is great. Like, mm -hmm. I'm blessed to have been raised in Germany in a safe, like, country and all that stuff. Mm. But Portugal is really good. It's really chilled, is it? Or? Lisbon, it's. Yeah, you could say it's chilled. You got the weather. You got mm. the ocean. You got the culture, the food. Uh, I love like Cristiano Ronaldo and the football, mm, Portuguese football. Mm. I couldn't care less about the Germans when it comes to that. <laughs> okay. But that's probably influenced by my dad. Your dad, okay. Yeah. And so I'm guessing you speak many languages then. You could you could think that, but unfortunately, like I do understand most of Portuguese. I do not speak it really. Okay. Like I wasn't raised that strictly like bilingual. Unfortunately, like now I'm very sad about it because it's like a great gift when you're mm. like a child. And you learn these, you don't even know you're noticing you're learning. You just grow up and mm. you're like, oh, I can speak. Um, but uh, my, my parents being separated, so I sp split the time between both. And it wasn't like, the odds were against me learning Portuguese, like really learning mm. it. Because my grandparents in Portugal also speak German. Oh, so you so it's like it's kind of like, yeah, it was yeah. kind of tricky. And... I don't speak Chinese yet. Okay. If you, think, if you could think like I've, I haven't. Because you spent some time in China, right? Yeah. I I did. Yeah, like a little more than a year now. Okay. Um, oh, although like this is now and in a couple months more, like maybe it's two years two in years. all together. But we can like. How did you end up in China? I mean, so far from Portugal and Germany. Yeah. yeah How I did know. you decide to it's take unusual. the jump? <laughs> um. So to answer that question, like I gotta like go back a little bit. So when I, I was studying business psychology in Germany. Mm -hmm. um, oh, actually, let's go way, way further back. back. All right. Way back. What were you as a child? No, what did you dream of when you were a child <laughs> instead? No, I wouldn't, wouldn't have guessed that I'll, I'll live in Sydney right now. But that's like a whole different, like, weird journey. I'm going with the flow. Okay. So when I was in high school, my, my it's a normal high school in Germany, in, in Hamburg, my hometown. Um, my high school had this international partnership with an international school in Shanghai. Oh, okay. And... They offered like a cultural exchange. Actually, f many people don't know. My hometown, Hamburg, is like mm -hmm. a harbor city in, in Germany, quite famous for German for German cities. They have a cultural partnership with Shanghai. Mm -hmm. Like they're really like they do a lot to like bridge these cultures and and send out and do exchanges and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So my school, my high school, which I didn't even know, they offered this, but then they they mentioned to us we were actually the first class that was this was offered to that we could go and visit oh, this I partnering see. school. Yeah. And at that time I was 17. And so I was like, two, two weeks I, I spent in Shanghai at this international school. 
uh, actually one week of that uh, in a Chinese family, which was great, yeah, yeah, unique experience as well. And then one week Beijing, just cultural. That was basically just tourism. Tourist, tourism. Yeah. Uh, that was the first time I went to China, um, and then I started studying business yeah. psychology in Hamburg um, at a private university. And I've all always, I always was like, I wanted to go somewhere far, I wanted to experience international mm. like countries, cultures, all that. I was, I always had this. Um, so every opportunity I took, I uh, was given to me. I, I took, yeah. and I knew. Uh, I wanted to do an exchange at at some point, and I didn't know at which country, country yet. yet. Okay. So my university offered actually offered two programs within my studies, mm -hmm. so I didn't lose any time. Like you can do it on your own. Mm -hmm. You can also organize it on your own. You got to look up universities and all that stuff, and probably you're losing some time because the the classes you take are probably not in the program actually yeah. in Germany. It's like it's a bit tricky, but my university offered these two, um, which was New York or Shanghai. Oh, um, that's a tough one. Yeah. Oh my God. So that was integrated into my program. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, all right, um, Manhattan, awesome. I, w I was there 10 days when I was 18, like as a tourist. Yeah. The American um, dream. Yeah. So I had like, we visited like different seminars where there, we, yeah. people that did it told us about both experiences, yeah. all that stuff. Um, but I had a, a couple of very close friends that actually did Shanghai before and I was like, so much fun yeah. it's so different it's just this mega city the and Paris of there's Asia. like so much happening right yeah. um and it's different and i i just thought you know what let's do shanghai mm. and yeah so i went to shanghai for for like it was like five months, five months. like and as a student so do you think when you were uh younger on the first exchange that by staying with the homestay in shanghai and uh visiting all the touristy sites in beijing do you think that also may have made you come to the decision of shanghai in the end of course i mean there was yeah. a there was a kind of a connection somewhere yeah. it wasn't like completely random mm. like it, it it happened random at first when i was yeah. in high school like okay not many get the chance to go to Shanghai. Yeah. But then again, this was like a little familiar. Yeah. So I knew, I visited the camp, like the campus I've been to before too. Oh, right. yeah. All that stuff. So that influenced me a little bit. Yeah. But it was more like the, the, the influence by my friends as well. So we were like ending up like 40 people from Germany 40? going, oh my going God. to study yeah. there. Um, and I was a student. It was a great experience. I had a lot of fun. Like, I of course. A lot of dumplings like, as well. A lot of dumplings. <laughs> uh, our priorities were wasn't really studying to be <laughs> completely not. honest it was like i mean you you go to a country what do you, you want to experience it yeah that's so right you got to, like i didn't i never stayed like a lot of people stay in their circle like yeah. they go with a, like 40 german guys or mm. german people you stay you tend to stand uh, to stay with this circle of people but i was never that guy i was always trying to like mm. get break out of this and actually yeah. meet people from the country and all that um and it was funny enough because you ask uh how I got to, to China and how and I'm Shanghai. now yeah, yeah. now there. I'm yeah. basically working for MGI and all that. At that point, that was about three years ago now, um, one friend mm -hmm. who I knew from my hometown, um, actually, he's the son of an ex-boyfriend of my mom, so back from Hamburg, and this guy moved to Shanghai yeah. like 17 years ago. So oh, he was, wow. And he, at that time, worked with Michael, mm. my, my current uh, colleague, boss, however you want to uh, phrase it. Uh, Brandon Michael, so let's give a quick story about Michael just before Nick came into yeah. the studio. So I bought Michael a cheese 
a flavored cheesecake flavored um, uh, yogurt drink and Michael having probably never uh, used a bubble tea straw he stabbed it too slow and as all you people who know how to drink um, bubble tea it just went everywhere oh, <laughs> so you're supposed to stab the, the plastic really fast yeah. and then it spilled all over Michael so uh, there you go that's Michael great great <laughs> intro to Michael um, <laughs> Sorry, Michael. so, so uh, to start again so I met this guy who yeah. used to work uh, for this company I'm yeah. working for now and obviously as we knew okay mm. I'm going, go, going to go to Shanghai I'm going to be an intern and exchange student just to have a connection already in Shanghai, yeah. we like we like, hey, Nick is coming. Just if in case, show him something, mm. some people, and we had the idea maybe potentially um, aside my, my studies, mm. well, why not do an internship why at not? that point? Yeah. Um, to get some like it's good on your CV, you're in Shanghai, you're doing an internship, you all that stuff, well. it's great. Yeah. Um so I met, so I got in contact with the company with MGI Entertainment. Um, didn't meet Michael at that point. Michael was in Sydney, I think, at that mm -hmm. point too. But I met, uh, met another, uh, the creative director, Sandra. Went to the office, was like, hey, it's me. They told me what they do. Mm. And I was like, okay. Um, in the end, did not do an internship at that point. Oh, okay. Because that was me selfishly, again, uh, deciding I wanted to have some free time. Like I was, in my head, I was like studying. Then after after university, having an internship, mm. like where do I have time to experience China or Shanghai? And go and visit. Yeah, so I was like, that was like a little bit like ah, maybe after my my exchange and yes. stay a couple months longer. But that was the first time I met them, and I knew okay, this is there. What attracted um, you to MGI? Is it just the the people who work there, or did the type I, of work that they did? At that point, I mean. What they told me, like, okay, what does MJ do? We we facilitate uh, brand partnership with celebrities, be it A-list celebrities from the mm. from 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 the United States or like top level global stars, actors, models, singers. Beyonce, I saw. Beyonce, yeah. Jessica Brad Alba, Pitt, Brad Pitt. We did Jessica stuff. Alba, I love her. Oh my Who god. Who doesn't? Like, yeah. look, just look at her. Um, <laughs> did you get to meet her, Jessica? No, 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 no. Oh. That was that was way beyond before my time. Um, so that was in itself was seemed like entertainment, media, mm. PR, it, it like covers it all, kind mm. of, it's project by project basis. And I was just interested in it. And I was like, okay, this seems like a, like a company that would give me the opportunity to like, first of all, travel a lot, mm. see a lot, meet a lot of people. Mm. It's also always something I liked. And I was interested in marketing and all that. Yeah. So definitely. But at that point, I, like, I, hadn't, I hadn't figured it out yet. I was in Shanghai, did my studies, experienced Shanghai. Then I went back. Uh, home to Germany, Hamburg. Yeah, yeah, to Hamburg. Um, at that point, uh, something I have to mention: I had a girlfriend as well uh, in Germany. So then again, that's also something that pulled me and yeah. like back to Germany, obviously. Um, so then I finished my my studies, mm -hmm. um, graduated, and that girlfriend and I we split up uh, the same month I graduated, kind of. <laughs> what so a lovely that, present! <laughs> so that that yeah, that was like that was a very unique situation. Yeah. Like that was really like. You gotta imagine someone that's been a student for over three years, mm. wasn't in a relationship for over five years, like suddenly. It's a high school sweetheart, essentially. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It started then, and the end of my high school yeah. started like. Um, so you. The start of the year was like March 2018, I think. Yeah, I think that must have been the year. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of like was gone. So I was in, in my hometown. Mm. Like this whole world opened up, kind of like, okay, what do you do now? Yes. Like, what do you want to do? You got your degree. You're single all of a sudden. Hmm. So I 
for a couple months, I really like. I was like a little bit disorientated. Like yeah. I didn't know. Like I was like, I was like, holy shit, people. this is like, mm. this is a lot right now. So I kind of like, I didn't know. Like nothing really in my hometown in Germany was appealing to me at that point. Like work wise and all that, I was like, I just wanted to like, wanted to do something different. I didn't, I didn't want to go. My idea was. I did not want to go to a normal job and to a normal office mm. job like every day and be in this, start to be in this wheel. Yeah. And then maybe not going out again. If it, if it all goes great, mm. and you're stuck too. Like kind of like, and it's also hard to mm. leave again. So I figured this is basically like the best opportunity right now to go somewhere. And actually, because I had the connection to Shanghai, mm. it was as funny as it sounds to some people. Who were like, "How the hell did you get to Shanghai from Germany? Like, why?" It was the, <laughs> it was kind of the easy way, because I had the connection. I was like, "Hey, Michael," I sent him an email. I was mm. like, "Hey, Michael, here's my CV. He's my my graduate. I'm I graduated. Mm. I'm done. I want to go. Mm. I want to go to Shanghai. I want to come. I want to start with an internship or or whatever. Um, but um, yeah, I'm here. What up?" Basically. <laughs> what up? It's basically. What that was Michael's response? Like, uh, you're like, you're like just... all right, cool, great, blah, blah, blah. Um, looking at it, I had a call, I had a chat, like, okay, let's get you, let's get you to Shanghai. It was pretty straightforward and easy. Yeah. And it was October that year then, where I, when I was in, in, in Shanghai then and started for MGI. As um, an intern or in a an, position? As an intern yeah. at first. What but was I was really reasons? like, it was really like, it was really like getting thrown into this, like, the deep head, head first, yeah. cold, bam, just start. I just can see go. Michael doing that. Just, <laughs> Michael, Michael wasn't even in, in town at that point. Oh. He was still, he was also in Sydney. I was really literally being thrown into this on my own. He's like, uh, when we chat, all the new stuff, like, you, like, people that are not in China, like, all the Chinese people, they know WeChat, everything goes yeah, WeChat. If you're from Germany, right. you don't know anything. Yeah. So he was introducing me to some people. Oh, meet these people. They're good, like business people, good, good network, all that stuff. So I really was thrown in there, which was great. Mm. Absolutely, it was learning my doing, um, like overcoming your myself was a little bit because I'm I tend to be a little shy actually, mm -hmm. and that if I tell this to people now they're like they don't believe me to be honest. It's like Nick, really? Yeah, it's, it's kind of that thing. So it was a really like good learning experience too. Mm. To be thrown into deep end and then yeah. well Michael still helped I guess in a of way course but you had to did. figure of everything but you would have grown a lot more by doing everything yourself yeah so yeah. I was yeah it was kind of my own like I only me and Michael like the other people like I wasn't really like I did my own thing mm. kind of so like our creative director was like oh you you gotta figure it out with Michael I'm not like what I'm were like, some of the first something. projects that you worked on with Michael uh, what was one of the first like we started with it's it's a business called Ultimate Experiences. So now wait wait first. So Michael asked me what what's like what am I more interested in? Like we've got you know, at that point we had two options, two businesses. Mm -hmm. One being the Taste of Australia, thing that was just getting developed okay. at that point. Um, being with Australian food and beverage, oh, and beverage we yeah. promo promoting Australian brands to Chinese markets with influencers and celebrities from China, all that stuff. Um, or another business which is called Ultimate Experiences, um, which essentially is, we have this, these experiences in our, um, on our website, on our calendar, where we take VIPs um, to, to red carpet events and all around the world, like being Golden Globes, Oscars, like music festivals, uh, fashion shows, Coachella Festival, NFL Super Bowl, like all these mm -hmm. 
really high end um, events we where you don't where, where it's like money can buy access mm -hmm. like you can't really go uh, and buy a ticket to go to the red carpet and meet a celebrity or something like that okay so this is kind of stuff we we curating all right and doing business development for that kind of like that was the first thing I, I looked at that's a pretty big project to go to red carpet events that yeah I didn't I mean I didn't yeah. go like immediately or anything but <laughs> it was like it was like building this out somehow mm. like creating leads whatever it is um, trying to get this to the next level somehow so it was kind of well but to be honest um, over the the next weeks and months really because uh, I'm like I'm, I'm in BD like now I'm the yes. business development manager yes so I really it's it's for everything mm. it's just celebrity project by project um, one big one we did um, we executed was in, in Sanya last year um, which is the island of China yes Sanya? Yep. yes Hainan Hainan, Hainan, Hainan is the Hainan. island Sanya the city that's right uh, we did a wellness retreat there with uh, the addition hotel in Sanya with a celebrity which was a success was cool um, so that was one we actually executed was it a Chinese celebrity or was it a at that point no no, okay. no. we had Karina Kukova which is a, a high-end fashion model she we used to model for Victoria's Secret Ooh. Um, yeah she's like now mid 30 so she's a little for, for a model like yeah. a little older but that's that was our celebrity for that case mm. um, but yeah. she's been gorgeous still right because models they, they have if they want to have more jobs they have to maintain themselves yeah, I mean yeah. she. I can't. I can't speak for everyone, right? She. She's a. She's an appearance. She's attractive. Yeah. yeah. She's like. I wouldn't say like. She's not my type. But <laughs> okay, she's. Okay. She's. She's. Yeah. She's good looking. She's. She's a mom and everything. Yeah, there's um, a lot of um, Victoria's Secret models who've gone on and married and had kids as well, but they're course. still gorgeous on their Instagram pages and. Of course, yeah. it's Instagram. Like I. I. I'm not. I'm not judging. Okay. Like I haven't seen yeah. like, that many yet. But I just guess, like, if you see them in real, like, for example, although that was pretty cool. In Shanghai, once I, I Carol Delvine, I don't know if you know her, it's, it's another Victoria's Secret model. Mm -hmm. She went past me in a club and I was like, hold on. <laughs> you <laughs> I look was really like, familiar. Yeah, I was like, oh, she looked cool, but she wasn't that tall. That oh, was really? Okay, cool. I thought models would be like, like at least over 180 centimeters. Yeah, not all of them, oh, but yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was. The start in China, kind of, for me. And then? Um, yeah. And now Crazy. you're here. So now I'm in Sydney, so yeah, how do I get? How did I get here? How did you get here? Because um, we're now going to talk about something a little bit contentious, which is uh, the whole coronavirus in yeah. China and how um, you, you were pretty much on the ground as well um, with yeah. the experience and then coming yeah. over to Australia. And your boss, uh, Michael, being really nice, says, just stay in Thailand for two weeks and have a good holiday. Isn't that what he said? Basically. <laughs> basically because, I mean, it's a very, for everyone really, it's a very unusual situation. Right yeah. Now. It's kind of, I mean, it's a serious situation too. It is. Um, it's like we're all kind of like figuring out, figuring it out still. So for me, this year, like 2020, started very weird. So um, for Christmas and New Year's, I was in home, my hometown in Germany. Always mm -hmm. family time. It's, mm. it's like I gotta be home That's for right. Christmas and New Year's. Um, Family's important. Yeah, it's a personal thing. And. But I was kind of in a hurry to, to return to Shanghai to start the year because I had all these, okay, I want to do a, like a lot of things I want to start doing and get on the ground. Um, and because the year before that, I actually stayed in Germany, like I ended up staying in Germany for like almost two months, okay. which 
was too long. You get you get back into your old habits. You're like, it's your comfort zone, your friends, routine, all that stuff. Mm. And it gets hard to leave again. So I wanted to avoid that again. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to go come back to Shanghai, get it started. Yeah. So um, it was around the 20th of January where I was like, okay, let's go, let's go. Book flights, let's go. Um, my friends actually, funny enough, um, German friend was like, hey, did you did you hear about this mysterious lung disease in China? I was like, I was Googling it once. Mm. It, hadn't, it didn't have a name at that point. Um, it was just like mysterious lung disease. Yeah. So I just like, I was like, ah, it's gonna be nothing. It's gonna be fine in a week mm. or whatever. It's gonna be some, some flu kind of thing. So I ignored it, booked the flight, went uh, off and arrived in Shanghai on the 21st of January. I think it was a Tuesday, but I'm not sure. And at that point, like day by day, things kind of escalated mm, a little bit. Pretty so, quickly. Yeah. yeah so within that week, all this news happened. Wuhan got shut down within yeah. this week. Um, like when you're in China at that point, I have a lot of local Chinese friends yeah. and you get a lot of local Chinese uh, information, which is, isn't necessarily confirmed officially. But then again, when you heard like, hey, like, and for SARS, it was underreported so much, mm. all this kind of thing. So you, I, I didn't panic, but mm. we were kind of like, it was an uneasy feeling. It was very weird, very surreal. Yeah. Sitting there, we, me with my friends, everyone like trying to figure out day by day, you look up the internet, oh, d d new cases, underreported numbers. There were news that Shanghai might be the next worst um, area after yeah. Wuhan. All these things were like, oh my God, what's happening? And... Uh, I talked with Michael, with my boss, obviously, in Australia. He was in Sydney at that uh, time. Uh, it wasn't really that much of a thing yet. No. So he, he did hear some things. Obviously, with his, we, we work with China, so he has Chinese friends as well and all that. But he was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, interesting. This is getting a bit weird. Mm. Let's look at uh, getting you to, to Sydney, out of China at least, mm. uh, within the next seven days. Which, at that point, was like was a good call. But I was still sitting there. Um, the weekend started, I was sitting there, I was like, hmm, felt uneasy, Ch Shanghai turned into a ghost town at that point, no yeah. one was outside, I went out of my compound, went to a coffee shop or something, yeah. it was literally just me and the workers there, all this kind of thing, it really, if you know Shanghai, how yeah. much is going on there usually, there's a lot of people really usually, it really felt weird, yeah. like it was really like, uh, what's going on, like a sci-fi movie kind yeah. of. Yeah, an apocalypse, like a whole city has shut down, because I've seen some photos where Shanghai and Beijing have now yeah. shut down, and yeah. people are told, stay in your homes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. so you, that was the start of it, so mm. me and my best friend in Shanghai, mm. we were looking at flight options already, we were like considering Bali, Thailand, somewhere which is just out of China, not too yeah. far away, and then we found these flights which were super convenient for Thailand, and we were like, you know what? Let's just book it, mm. just to be safe. Mm. Better be safe than sorry. That's right. Uh, maybe Shanghai gets locked down. You can't leave. That's like that was be the, that was the worst case. That's right. So we booked it. I told my, um, I sent Michael a text on like on Saturday or Sunday. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, we booked these flights. I'm going to Thailand. We can figure out anything else next week from Thailand, but I want to be mm. further away uh, than staying in China. So, yeah, Sunday we flew to to Krabi, um, which is close to Phuket yep. to, in Thailand and stayed there then all the, i mean every day we we looked at the news how it develops in thailand there were some cases as well but mm. it was all fine um 
and obviously stayed in contact with Michael the whole time. Then we had this, this these fourteen days incubation That's right. period. That's right. So I, I had to at least stay in Thailand for fourteen days. Otherwise, Sydney wouldn't have let me in, or would have put me to Christmas Island. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't want to go to Christmas no, Island. I've seen some photos. Yeah. It, it looks like a, it is a jailhouse. <laughs> See, like that's the worst part. Like, if yeah. you imagine you're healthy. Yeah. You're doing this mistake, and then you get put into isolation with a bunch of people that maybe, maybe. have it. That's right. Then you maybe catch it as well so i was like all right that was really forced mm. island hopping vacation i mean life could be a lot worse yeah, was, <laughs> you know two weeks of island hopping i don't know yeah. drinking coconut water being on the beach Dude, I, it was my first time in thailand <laughs> and first was, time in thailand so I, we, you could say we made the best out of the situation <laughs> i was at like 10 islands or something oh like 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 every day somewhere else yeah. and Michael, Michael said exactly the same thing Michael was like on the phone like making jokes like huh <laughs> it could be worse places to be right now make jokes about that and I was like yeah it's true but at the same time you're like can I go back to home yes. to Shanghai for work at the same time yeah. imagine like I had all this I was very impatient like I mm. wanted to as I said I was impatient to go back to Shanghai to mm. start all the stuff then all of a sudden China gets locked down into yeah. this weird lockdown and you, everything is kind of on hold. Everything. Everything. Yeah. All businesses were still open. Like some businesses were still open, but then there were no customers. Was that the case? I mean, or, I mean, at some point, down? I mean, everything, coffee shops, restaurants, yeah. clubs, lounges, whatever it is, all the, only the most necessary businesses were open, which were mm. like medical things mm. or anything public. I don't know, like, but everything else was, yeah. was closed. They, they, wow. they postponed like that. The, the holidays and all that stuff, even all the time, further and further. Yeah. Um, so there was nothing to do really at that point. I mean, I was in Thailand. Mm. Um, so that was, it was great, but at the same time, weird. So mm. It was just a very unique situation. Yeah. It still is. Um, so yeah, after the, the two weeks in Thailand, we we had a, I went to New Zealand. Um, and. You did some pretty amazing stuff in New Zealand. So yeah. you arrived in New Zealand and your boss literally pushed you out of a building. A town. Yeah, you could say that. You could say that. Like, it was funny. Like, me still being in Thailand, my boss um, sent me this message like, oh, do you want to come to, to New Zealand to meet our client there? We having, we're having a little project there. Do you want to come over? Um, I was like, sure. Like, I've never been to New Zealand as well. Like, but what am I doing there? Yeah. So, my, my Michael sent me a link it was literally like literally only a link and then saying would you be up for this and then i pressed the link and it, and it was this guy drinking chocolate milk saying something to the camera jumping off a tower and i was like what am i watching here but i was like sure why not like i've never done something like that but i was like cool opportunity why not do it so the idea behind that was um we had this client in in, in auckland in new zealand lewis room creamery which is, uh, they, they do flavoured milk. Milk, um, okay. Absolutely delicious, by the way. Um, oh, New Zealand, Australia, anything to dairy, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I learned that, I learned that. <laughs> um, so they, for, they launched a new flavoured milk on Valentine's Day. Um, was it pink in colour? No, it wasn't. It was some chocolate milk, uh, flavoured milk with rose scent. Oh, I kind see, of. okay. Um, limited edition for Valentine's Day, all that stuff. And Michael had a glorious idea to like, all right, wouldn't it be cool for them in addition to, to what we actually planned for that weekend on Valentine's Day, um, put me on the Sky Tower in Auckland 
um, make a little sketch, a little like greeting video, um, <laughs> saying saying uh, what was it, leaping into romance or something, uh, taking lose, the plunge, yeah, something like that, we, taking we, the risk, <laughs> when Lewis wrote creamily, creamery, um, and like jumping into romance and jumping into Valentine's like that. So I did this. Uh, it was funny because downstairs we we told them yeah. obviously what we want like me having a rose in my mouth. Oh my god, how corny! Like <laughs> drinking the, the chocolate milk, saying my my sentences, yeah. and then jump off with the uh, rose in my mouth. And at first they were like, "Where? Just like safety, like like regulations. You can't do anything. Like usually you can't take any items outside of the tower." Yes. So we told them what we wanted to do, and then they like went away for like five minutes then he came back and was like well could we use this on our socials absolutely i was like hold on so the risk is kind of like it doesn't matter anymore if you can't use it right so I'm like, okay sure you can you can use it um that was funny and they liked the idea it was was cool thing so i went upstairs up, up there and i did it i yeah. was like i just how did you feel? Have you have you ever jumped out of something? Never, never. Ever? It was like hundred ninety three meters. Oh, wow. um, you get up there. The funny part part about it is, I I thought about what I wanted to say, what I had to say, yeah. how I hold the camera, like the, the movements, rooms. all that yeah. stuff. So I wasn't, I didn't have time to think. Yeah. I didn't even like see much about the the, the landscape, the yeah. city. I didn't even. I I, I was there, sat my sentences into the camera, walked straight up. To the to the the, the, the cliff yeah. basically, and and, and, just and, just, and just jumped. Yeah. Um, that was the only scary part. Like, like very like a second before I like did the leap. Oh my god. That was like because there's nothing. You yeah. like you, you took it. You take a step into nothingness basically. <laughs> that was the only thing. But then again, I was still was occupied with my not biting the yeah. rose, so I couldn't scream. I couldn't bite. I couldn't do it. Like Can I had imagine to. Imagine you were screaming. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Then the rose would be gone. Yeah. So I had to like hold the camera still while falling like i didn't the like, things, the I, things you do for michael <laughs> no the things we do for our clients that's okay. what i say that's what i would say it was great it was great it was fun and that was literally one night in like i arrived in auckland next morning the sky tower jump boom then we went to the office of a former client that's that was like it was like bum 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 which was great fast pace is exactly fast what you pace, wanted exactly i was impatient so yeah. why not and then on the weekend, we, we had this beautiful little TV broadcast for, for morning breakfast, uh, for breakfast TV, sunrise in Australia, mm. national TV for our client, which was super cool. Was um, this the butter client? Exactly. Yes. That's Lewis Recrumery yeah. again. Yes, I've had the butter. It's very yeah, the butter. I, I got to make butter myself, which oh. was great. <laughs> uh, kind of difficult, but also great. <laughs> and that was little cars, little farm children, all that. It was, was a great experience, too. And from there, we went to Sydney. Also for my first time in Sydney ever. Um, Excellent, welcome to Sydney. Thank you so much, um, love it. And all in the middle of Chinatown. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, it made it easy for me to, to, I don't know, to rehabilitate, I don't know. Yeah, so um, you got the best of both worlds. You've got a bit of Australia and you got a bit of China it's, yeah, here. It's, 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 truthfully, it's like probably one of the best places I've ever been. Like, oh, I, I thought so before, I was kind of anxious a little mm. bit. I was like, I had this idea of like, oh boy, Sydney combines so many things I love. Maybe I will like it too much. So the beaches, I'm, and being yes. here now is like it's exactly that. It's like a mix of LA or like America. You got a LA influences, then you got European vibes, mm. European city vibes. So you got the Asian me like mega city vibe as well. Yeah. So you got summer, 
and you got a beach on your doorstep. It's wonderful. It's Sydney. like that's a lot of good things in one place. And good food. The the food here awesome. in, a, in Sydney food. is just as good as Shanghai. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet, to be honest. What? Hasn't Chinese. Michael fed you yet? Chinese food. No. <laughs> Okay, there's some pretty Chinese good Chinese food. food as well as like um, Japanese food. Um, the other guys will say they love the Indian food here as well. I gotta, yeah, I gotta try. Yeah, food. Indian food is so good in Australia and Thai food as well and Vietnamese. Oh my god, I can just keep going and Korean. Like everything, basically, it's, <laughs> everything. it's everything, right? Yeah, totally. I get that feeling. That's why it's like Michael makes jokes already. He's like, I'm not gonna want to leave anymore, which is probably gonna be true. Um, you just have to be Sydney-based. Uh, Australia's like the game. Oh well. Look, that's the cool <laughs> thing about MGI. We have mm. offices in Shanghai. We got an office in Sydney. I can go. Be I can go between places. So that's it's great. And in New York as well. I saw yeah. on the website. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. all the wonderful places. Yeah. And then Hamburg in between. Yes. I'm at, home. <laughs> at home. At home. Family and home is always going to be a priority as well. Like never ever is going. I'm not going to leave that behind. Excellent. Um, so the process of coming through to Australia from New Zealand and after being in um, Thailand and also being in China, um, can you talk me through uh, what happened? Uh, what was Australian immigration like or yeah. the border security when they found out that you spent some time in China? So, like the first time I noticed, obviously as I, as I said, I, I mm. was, um, I tr I'm, what was I saying? In Thailand, I stayed 14 days. Yeah. No, in the end, it was like 16 or 17 yeah. days. So you had to your... fulfill the, that, That's right. that incubation period. That's right. So I don't run into problems yeah. in New Zealand or Sydney. Um, and I had a layover in Singapore. And Singapore also mm. shut down the border at that time. Mm -hmm. So at the Thailand airport, at the check-in, they were very, very detailed about my passport. They looked into my passport and they like, oh, you were in China? How many days have you been in Thailand now? So they counted the days. Oh, okay. Like, I, I went, I left Thailand on the 26th or something. No, that doesn't make sense. Anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, anyways, you, you were anyways. more than two weeks Yeah, they, 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 they counted like five times. Like, she, she was sitting there with her hand out and, <laughs> and counting and counting to be very, very sure yeah. I fulfill it. Yeah. So that was good. I mean, it's a good thing, right? I'm glad. Yeah, we can I'm, trust the system. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was great. So I went to Singapore. Then they had the, that was fine. At that point, I wasn't really checked that much anymore because... That was Thailand, they checked me and then it's yeah. fine, kind of. And then in Singapore, from Singapore I flew to Auckland mm. and then there is the special line. If you arrive from Singapore, you're fine. Yeah. Because they already have the, the restrictions and they already like they already make sure you're mm. fine. So in Auckland, you didn't notice that much. There obviously have been the announcements, coronavirus and there were yeah. some like like um, displays and stuff. But that's it. They asked you one question: Have you been in uh, in China within the last fourteen days? And yeah. I was like, no, um, which is true. Yeah. I hope they really check uh, the passport as yeah, well. Yeah, because otherwise <laughs> it's like, okay, great, you know, okay, welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'll see you later. Go yeah. into that room. <laughs> so that was in New Zealand, and Sydney was because I, I mean, I was flying directly from Auckland to Sydney. That was easy as well. Mm. They did. Uh, oh, one thing. From Singapore to New Zealand and Auckland, they hold our plane at the on the ground for like uh, thirty minutes okay. because they had an announcement because like oh we have two passengers with like heightened temperature, uh. so just to have a check. So you were sitting there, you were like, my head was started to spin like yeah. your, your thoughts, right? You're like, okay, hold on. If they confirmed that they have the virus, they're gonna isolate, they're gonna quarantine oh, the whole plane, oh, no. and then you have a problem. All went good, oh, but I mean, it's a good thing again. You've yeah. got to check it, right? You're in this, yeah. that's the risk you take when you go into an isolated 
place, like a plane. Or the cruise boat. Oh my god. That's, that's yeah. horrendous. That's yeah, the no, most that's horrible. That's a nightmare. I mean, that's yeah. from one case to over 600 now on one ship. That's got, really doesn't get bad. It doesn't get yeah. worse than that. So in, in Sydney, Sydney was easy. Mm. Sydney was really like just a few announcements. They checked, they asked me the question, that's it. Mm. I went through. That's good. That's good. One of my mates, he uh, his surname is a Chinese name, mm -hmm. even though he's ha he hasn't been in China for like God knows how many years, more than 10 years. So previously he was like in Japan and then he travels to New Zealand um, for work. And he got questioned every time during this whole coronavirus. And he's like, mate, please check my visa, uh, my passport, the visas. I have not been in China. But I think that was just probably profiling. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. That's, I mean, that's yeah. human, even human nature. I mean, I, I'm not like... Mm. <laughs> I don't try to like to be like that. Yeah. Even I, when I walked in Thailand, we had all this stuff, and in Thailand, and you encounter like a group of Chinese people, like mm. ten people. Even it crossed my mind at that point. I was like, oh, oh. wait a second. For oh. a second. Yeah. But then again, I was like, nah, you can't, you can't be like this. Yeah. It's like discrimination mm. for no reason. But this is the human nature. So your mind works like this. Yeah, and also what's been going on in the media. Exactly. Even, even though I, think I mean, it's it's dreadful how yeah. that actually there is discrimination just because it's China. Like. I mean, come on, yeah. it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, oh, the Chinese, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, it's bad, actually, like, it's sad. Um, Even though the World Health Organization, I think several years has set up the whole uh, construct of calling um, particular viruses by their, by their technical scientific name, because they said, look, we don't want to associate with particular countries or particular, um, you know, animals, because then that affects trade and yeah. there's all this discrimination. But yet somehow, you know, I guess being humans, we tend to unfortunately verge onto that. Yeah, I mean, all these, 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 info I mean, the information with that, it's, I don't think it's, it's not even confirmed yet that it, no. it happened from the bat eating or whatever yeah. happened there. It's not even confirmed. It's just some information that's like mm. out there. It's just being, I don't know, out yeah. there. And of, everyone's getting we, It's nature. You always got to find a scapegoat somehow. Yeah. And then, then it's one person and you got, oh, it's the whole population. Yeah. Uh, but still, I think it's amazing uh, the fact that China has shut down all its cities. I'm like, it's great. Mega, and these are mega cities with populations of over 20, 20 million people. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a population of Australia, and they completely shut the whole place down. This is, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. they handle it amazingly, yeah. to be honest. I mean, there were some hiccups in the beginning with mm. one, but as far as I'm like concerned, I, it's pretty good. Like, if yeah. you compare it to, I've heard some stuff, if they compare it to how, how uh, the United States uh, handles um, some stuff. H1, N1, this one. Yeah, that one is like, yeah. come on, and no one talks about it. It's the past. It's, Everything's yeah, fine now. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe in like three to six months' time, people will just forget about it. Huh? Hopefully sooner or later. I mean, yeah. just look at economy, like mm. not just the Chinese, like mm. globally, what's That's going right. on, supply chains. I know a lot of my friends, like in F&B, restaurant mm. owners, F F club owners, bars. Yeah, so badly. A lot of had to go out of business entirely. Yeah. Then again, their suppliers who are like in the spirits companies mm. or the, the wine industry, all this kind of stuff. They don't have any sales. Yeah. It's bad. Like, it's there's a everyone. lot. Um, our business is, I mean, we, we were affected as well. Like, every, mm. everyone that works with China somehow is affected somehow. Yeah. Like, there's not really, there's a, some winners. I, I, like, I had some, yeah, like, the, online, the apps, online. That's right. apps, online gaming and yes, stuff right. like that. They have, like, they're, like, I mean, I can't, I, hopefully they're not happy, but it's, like, they, they gain a little bit. Yeah. But the rest is kind of, like, we... Yeah, one one project was really affected from us. 
which was actually quite big, like a cool and cool um, project oh. that can't happen right now because yeah. um, it was um, connected to the the James Bond the new <gasps> movie. Oh really? Yeah, the new oh, James Bond so movie. The, the yeah, the Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, oh. the premiere in Macau at the MGM. Yes, they shut down Macau for two exactly. weeks as well. They shut down Macau. There's, yeah. I mean, there's no travel. Like yeah. we work a lot with celebrities, as I told you, we fly them out. Yeah. Oh, no. Not happening. Daniel Craig, we wanted to fly out Daniel Craig to Macau, to the MGM, James Bond premiere, meet VIPs, have an experience there. Everything it's not going to happen. No, no. no way. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's frozen. Is um, this timed at the same time? Because um, Beckham's hotel is being pushed back as well because he's opening a hotel in Macau called The Londoner. I didn't even know. Yeah. Interesting. So that's being yeah, pushed back I mean, as well. How? Yeah. We're, we're now, what are we, the 24th of February. Now, Mm. Uh, slowly more and more businesses go go and start again yeah. and actually go and proceed with their work. If they can, if they have been able to um, weather through this. Exactly, there's a lot exactly, of profits exactly, being exactly, lost. Exactly, yeah, there's yeah. no cash flow. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, slowly, hopefully, hopefully. So, I mean, I In don't want them to take any risk yeah. anyway as well, but... Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine David Beckham opening his, his hotel anytime soon. No time soon. Or, or having Daniel Craig. Maybe they might combine the two together in the end. The <laughs> problem with that is, though, that I mean, the James Bond movie is still going to premiere Who, worldwide. Oh, that's true. So it's kind of connected to that date. So is that uh, coming up soon in March? or? It's very, very soon, yeah. Soon, oh. Soonish. Well, I hope something uh, It's bad out. for them as well. Yeah. Kind of like how like, there's not that much buzz created yeah. anymore, uh, in the Chinese market at yeah. least. Yeah. Let's see how it develops. Like it's not, it's not a China problem only, it's a global problem. It's a global problem. And, you know, like all um, big epidemics and things like that, it does recover. As you said, during, during the time we all go a little bit OTT. Um, but oh, I'm always yeah. saying this year, 2020, <laughs> weirdest start in centuries. Like this is by far the weirdest year, year I've yeah. ever had up till now yeah this is gonna be a great comeback i, I strongly feel it's gonna be like it's gonna be one I'm of glad, those i'm glad for yeah, your positivity like, <laughs> imagine like an american football um game where they're like 0 20 down or something okay it's gonna be a crazy comeback it's gonna be sure. just like that yeah. next month everything's gonna yeah. be fine again okay that's okay yeah. optimistic <laughs> i like it yeah and what will you be doing what are your plans for sydney while you're here I, don't plan. I mean, I'm going to stay probably like three months. All right. At, at least. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a plan right now. Uh, what am I going to do? Uh, next week, this week, is just business, like getting accustomed to Sydney. Yep. Learning to, getting to know my way around. I'm yep. going to move to my new place. Eat some Chinese food, right? And Asian Chinese food? Chinese food, I'll try that. Yeah. Yep. I'll try, I'll, I'm sure I'll try that. <laughs> uh, then there's the... Mardi Gras weekend yes, now yes, coming. That's I heard right. there's like a lot going on. I'm end end of February, I believe. So yeah, that's next that's week. This, oh, this, this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. This, the coming weekend. Yeah. And it's a big I, I mean, I'm depending on people like to take me somewhere because I don't know that many yet. Michael, no, yeah, Michael, Michael is everyone. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're nice, lovely people. So I'm, I'm I'm glad about that. Then next the week after we go to Melbourne for to visit some clients. Well, you're gonna be having so much go, fun. We go from there. Let's see what's happening. I'm, Open for everything. Um, love it. Excellent. Bondi Beach. Bondi Beach. Surfing. Yep. Trying to not get bitten by any spiders or something. Or sharks. Like. <laughs> Shark, yeah, that's, yes, that's that true. Yeah. <laughs> you'll very be fine. Fun. You'll love. You'll love Sydney. You won't. You won't <laughs> want to leave. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you very much, Nick, for coming on to talk about your 
your transition to Shanghai and then the process of coronavirus, how that's affected um, MGI and, and as well as, as just everyone's life in yeah. globally. Um, and you're in the heart of Chinatown. Everything is very nice here at the moment yes, <laughs> and it will stay like that. And I hope you get to eat some you know, really good Chinese food while you're here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> right, thank you very much. Nick, bag right out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and posts, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and I do, uh, please support us on Patreon, where we hope that our dream of having our own TV show will become a reality one day. So then we can continue to fight boring news on everything, anything, and nothing with an Asian twist. Thanks for your support. Bagrat out. Solid. <laughs>